On this edition of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast, one for blue, we tip our caps to umpires in our province and spotlight those heading to some major assignments. Welcome to episode 49 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. It might be one of those rare jobs where if you're not noticed, you're probably doing it well. It's not easy being an umpire. Not only could you be dealing with disgruntled players or coaches or be heckled by fans on a game-to-game basis, but in the world of instant replay and social media, that reaction could last forever. It's a thankless job sometimes, so when you get an opportunity to highlight some of the work done by umpires in our own baseball diamonds, we jump on it. Every January, umpires from across the globe wait to hear if they'll be selected for that summer's Little League World Series assignments. More than 90 will get the call for the seven major events. Each of those events includes one Canadian umpire, and this year, three of those seven assignments went to Albertans, and all three are from Calgary. A belated congratulations to Kevin Alenius, who is going to the Junior League World Series in Taylor, Michigan, Marcel Bruce, who will be on the Senior League Baseball World Series crew in Easley, South Carolina, and Jeff Larson, who right now is at the Senior League Softball World Series, which started on Tuesday. And that's where we start this week's episode. We chatted with Larson just before he hopped on a plane bound for Lower Sussex, Delaware. Jeff, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Oh, thanks for having me. I much appreciate it, Derek. Talk about, first off, the excitement level as you head towards the Senior League Softball World Series. Yeah, so I'm going to be meeting with 10 teams that have played their hard outs to get to this tournament here uh, down in Delaware, and uh, the level of ball will be very uh, very competitive, and I'm looking forward to seeing uh, kids at this age category playing their hard out in their World Series. Do you get concerned at all going into this that you know you might get the goosebumps just as much as the kids will? You might almost get awestruck? Well, a little bit, yeah. I mean, one thing that's new for this tournament that has never been before is that we're getting aired on the ESPN network, so everything's going to be televised. So it's one of those things that if I uh, make a mistake, I'll probably become a famous uh, YouTube meme of some kind. No, we don't want that to happen at all, obviously. I'm curious, you mentioned the preparation side of things and even working with crews that you haven't worked with before. What's that situation like? How do you prepare for something like that? Do you have lots of meetings, that kind of thing? Well, I guess the unique thing here is that I'll be working with umpires I've never met until I get there. So um, there's always variations in the way umpires uh, enforce the rules or the mechanics themselves. So it's kind of a learn-as-you-go and uh, kind of feel feel things and get some instruction from the, the tournament organizers. But uh, other than that, it's uh, it's another tournament. And, uh, you know, I've been to quite a few tournaments already in the past. I've uh, been to four Canadian championships on the Softball Canada side, uh, two on fast pitch and two in slow pitch. And then I've done the, the Canadian Regional Little League Championship for softball for the last four years. So I've had an opportunity to see uh, some of the some of the ball in the Little League, but uh, definitely seen some really good ball on the softball Canada side too. For sure. Talk about the preparation side of things for this. I mean, you mentioned the fact that you're going to be working with crews that you haven't dealt with on a day-to-day basis. And so how do you prepare for something like that, given that you, you have some uh, national experience uh, at your side? Well, every year before you go to a tournament, you're always kind of starting off fresh after the winter break. So you try to get in as many uh, good games as you can. 
uh, doing multi multi umpire systems. Um, when we're down in, in Delaware, we'll be doing a, a four umpire system, which is pretty rare to do uh, anywhere outside of a, of a large tournament. So. Um, you know, hopped on a few diamonds uh, to do a three umpire system and, and get the rotations uh, down. But uh, the best thing is just to see some really good ball. And, uh, you know, one of the things that's helped me out this year is uh, seeing some men's fast pitch and uh, that ball is coming in pretty fast. So you uh, you better be on your toes. The, the boys will uh, tell you if you're not on your game. So um, I've done quite a few of those games this year and, uh, and I feel like I'm ready for for the game. So I'm, I, uh, I hope... Uh, I hope I meet everybody's expectations being the sole representative of Canada for this uh, World Series for senior softball. Speaking of representing your country, talk us through the process in which you found out that you were going to be heading to Delaware. Well, it's kind of a unique situation because Little League in Canada from the softball side is not as as large um, as definitely on the baseball side or even the softball Canada side. So I got the unique opportunity for the last uh, four years to to uh, officiate at their, what they call their regional Canadian championship, basically. So for the Canadian region, uh, any, anybody who's entering into uh, to go represent Canada on the softball side, uh, they do their, their, their big Canadian uh, region. Um, and then two of them were in Calgary, and uh, lucky enough, uh, the other two were actually in Elnora, Alberta. So uh, proximity to, to being available f- to these tournaments really helped. Um, it was a right place, right time kind of thing. Uh, one, one, one aspect, um, I found out I would be eligible after officiating at last year's uh, uh, regional uh, championships, which were taking place exactly this time last year, um, that the opportunity was available and, and then officially found out in, in the fall of 2018. Fantastic stuff. And so when going through this process, how you found out a little while ago, what's gone through your head over the last little while as you've kind of gotten yourself ramped up? Uh, like I said earlier there, it's kind of like working with new people and working uh, um, uh, in, in a different atmosphere, that's for sure. Um, it's going to be hot down there from what I hear. Um, it had, last week they broke some record highs, so um, I don't think I had the opportunity to be climatized here in Canada with, uh, <laughs> with the poor weather that we've been having lately here. Um, but you know, it's it's uh, it's like always getting out on the diamond and and enjoying yourself is first and foremost. Uh, you know what we want to do too. You know, it, it's as much we do it for the, the love of the game than than just uh, just to be a prestige thing. It's one thing that we've always asked the athletes, and I'm always curious about those who are also involved in the game from other aspects, is how is it that you managed to get into your line of work? Were you a player who decided that needed to stay in the game, or were you always on the umping side? Well, I uh, played fastball as a teenager for three or four years, Um, so I was familiar with the sport in that aspect there. Um, After going through school, I thought I wanted to get back into it, so I've just been uh, doing co-ed slow pitch since uh, since then, you know, rec- quite recreational level. Uh, so recreational, at one point we uh, were playing in a league where it was self-umpired, uh, where basically we have somebody on the team go up and uh, watch our own batters. Mm-hmm. So after taking a, uh, a few, uh, uh, some heat on a few calls from the other team there and making sure that uh, you know some of the rules came into question, it was like, well, a buddy in, uh, on my team and myself decided, why don't we go to get carded? And that way we won't take as much heat. So mm-hmm. so did that back in uh, 2006. I uh, went to, to a clinic with uh, Calgary Minor Softball umpires, which have been really supportive in my career. And 
and uh, it hasn't stopped since then. Uh, it's been uh, an interesting journey. Um, the person I went to the, the clinic with is no longer umpiring. He lasted, uh, I think, a year and a half. But uh, I love the umpiring aspect. It gives you a lot of uh, great skills um, from decisiveness to conflict resolution, uh, working with new, uh, new people all the time, and making new friends uh, across the province and, and across the country. So it's, uh, I've really enjoyed the experience. Mm-hmm. What is it that has kept you going through this? I mean, it's, for, it's not the easiest job in the world by any stretch of the imagination, so I'm always curious with umpires is how do you keep your cool? Well, that's that's part of our training is 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 how to manage conflict properly and, and realize that we're not perfect. We are we are going to make mistakes just like the players do, um, and uh, not letting those uh, keep on your shoulder uh, and put them behind you and 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 move forward. Um, what keeps me going, I would say, is the seeing a smile on the kid, on the kids when they're playing a great game and they're enjoying the game. And uh, and to be honest, our our job as umpires, uh, if we are not noticed, we're doing a, a better job. Mm-hmm. And that's a, kind of the weird thing, but also the, the the great thing at the end of the day is you have maybe one of the best seats in the house, assuming all goes according to plan. You can sit back and kind of watch the game and you make the calls as it goes along. Yeah, definitely. We, uh, we do have the best seat in the house, and uh, it's uh, it's funny how the, how the game flows. Um, you're not really following the game as a total. Generally, you're just following it play-by-play, play, and uh, sometimes you don't even realize where you're at, where you're at in the score. But it's uh, it's funny. Uh, on that note, uh, now when I'm on uh, or watching games on TV, it's, I'm not watching the players as much. I'm watching the umpires more often to see what they're doing. It's kind mm-hmm. of funny. Very cool. What would you say has been the highlight over the last decade or so of being an umpire? Uh, highlight is, is is being involved in some fairly big games. Uh, my most recent would have been about two or three years ago. Um, I was officiating at the Native National uh, Fastball Tournament. Uh, up in Edmonton, and uh, the the game that I uh, had the final game on was the uh, the if needed game, basically. So if the the team uh, that should have won uh, didn't win, and then they play an extra game, and uh, that was the game I was on the home plate for, and uh, it was a pretty big, uh, pretty big tournament. The grand prize was uh, fifteen thousand dollars, and there were some players that used to play on Team Canada involved in this tournament. So that uh, well, was quite exciting to, to see ball at that level. Absolutely. Now you get to see a different kind of ball heading into Delaware. And I'm curious, what does it mean to you to represent your country in this kind of way? Well, I, I, it means a lot to me. It's, uh, you know, I, I, it's a unique opportunity, and I, I do want to represent the, the, the country very well. Um, and uh, so... You know, the nerves are there, but on the other hand there, I think that I've been provided enough training and experience in my career. You know, it's been 10-plus years. Um, I've had excellent support from the Alberta Softball and Parts Association, and then uh, now I've uh, been doing a couple more things, uh, doing some more Little League baseball in the, in the recent years, um, and uh, getting involved in the Little League uh, softball system here, obviously. So uh, those opportunities, learning all these different rules and variations and wearing these different caps has really brought me to a well-rounded game uh, I, I believe in, in calling as an umpire where do you go from here afterwards are you planning on uh, trying to go for even bigger and better things or, or what's your sort of game plan going forward yeah well on softball canada there's a there's a progression an official progression time uh available to us and uh 
we have five levels that are available to umpires. Um, and as you progress through levels one through three, which you uh, achieve provincially, uh, then you get the opportunity to attend uh, Canadian events and you get evaluated possibly for your level four and five. Uh, and then five, once you reach that, you're eligible to do international exchanges through the WBSC. So I've achieved my level four uh, back in 2011 in the fastball. Um, I was quite uh, on the fast track uh, at that point there. And unfortunately, just with the number of people that are waiting for the level five, it hasn't been uh, an easy progression from there. So in the meantime, I did attend uh, Slokic uh, Canadian Championships and achieved my level four in 2015. So um, I'm on the next step to, 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 uh, to try to achieve my level five and then to hopefully draw out uh, to international competition. That would be pretty awesome. Final question for you. For those who are listening going, man, I wonder what it takes to be an ump. What piece of advice would you have for anybody who's even contemplating the idea? Well, uh, definitely it's, uh, it, it does take a certain personality, but uh, an understanding of the game and a love of the game is, is, the, is the most important thing. Um, uh, being able to anticipate plays is something that's hard to teach, and unless you've been involved in the sport, it, it, uh, uh, it is a detriment if you don't have that experience. But uh, with all the other skills that you need about you know, decisiveness and uh, good positioning, um, how to how to how to make a good judgment call and what rules to enforce, etc. We are we learn that as we go along, and and the uh, associations I belong to really support you, making sure that you have senior umpires available to help support you at your first few games. Um, it's 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 a really great opportunity for young people to to learn teamwork and, and conflict resolution. Um, even just even being outside and getting your fitness up a lot. Jeff, thanks so much for the time, but most of all, congratulations on being selected to represent Canada and Alberta and the city of Calgary at the Senior League Softball World Series. Thanks so much for joining us in the podcast today. Well, thank you very much for having me, and I'm really excited to perform very well at this tournament. The Junior League World Series is still a ways away with first pitch slated for August 11th. We continue the podcast now chatting with Lenius about what he's expecting. Kevin, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Walk us through that initial moment when you found out that you were going to be representing Canada at the Junior League World Series. Uh, well, I was actually sitting in a class in, in an exam when I found out. Um, I was typing up stuff for, for uh, an accounting exam I had. And an email popped up on the side so- on the side of my computer, say- getting an email saying uh, I've been selected to go to Taylor, and I just I kind of blanked <laughs> for the rest of the exam, and it was just couldn't focus, and just was like, holy crap, like this is they actually picked me. Wow, this is a bit of a surprise. So I don't know. It was I know I did not do well in that exam. <laughs> Teacher <laughs> kept us. They call me and say, what happened? <laughs> Like, well, got an email and it popped up and I couldn't close it before reading the title. So, yeah, it's, it wasn't a good exam, but it was a very surprising moment to get that email. I can only imagine the excitement that goes through you. What is it like knowing that you put in all that work and and just the, the idea of having it all come to fruition for you? It's very satisfying. Um, I've had guys I've worked with for umpiring over the years that they've done a t- they've helped me out a ton to get to where I'm at 
and like just being able to see where they they have been um guys like let's start like my dad was uh in 2014 went to livermore for the uh intermediate little league world series Mm -hmm. so i got to i got to see the world series from a first aspect there and it was just it was more of putting a goal in mind and making one didn't think it was going to happen for a few more years but clearly the guys who are in in charge thought differently so it was very cool and very satisfying to be picked i i was going to ask that question uh right off the hop was as well was who inspired you to get into umping in the first place? I mean, a lot of people tend to go, hey, I want to be a ball player, and here you are excelling uh, behind the plate. Uh, well, more of the time, my UIC for Calgary West Little League, uh, Rob Wilkinson really just started getting me into it. Um, I wasn't, I was playing ball for Babe Ruth at the time and just wasn't enjoying it anymore. So uh, to stick in, he, he ch- chatted with me and said, hey, why don't you give this a shot? And so he really grabbed me and started me off on the right path and getting me going in in there into the baseball world. Mm-hmm. It, it helped that my dad had been umpiring for a couple of years. But even then, back then, he, was, he wasn't as involved as it, in it. He wasn't really involved. He did the odd game every year. Mm-hmm. Is there a defining moment for you to this point? Is there a moment that really sticks out as sort of the highlight? I don't think there there isn't really. Like I've I've been privileged to do ten regional championships for Little League, so ten Canadian regional championships, mm-hmm. and each one has their own highlights. I've worked with amazing guys over the years, um, met some amazing umpires uh, that have helped me develop. So. I wouldn't say there's one moment that sticks out. There's numerous little milestones along the way, I'd say, Mm -hmm. that really stick out. Broadly, talk about those milestones and what they've meant to you as you've made your way down this career path. Um, I I think the real, the first one was, um, it was just, it was a nothing thing. It was a minor, it was a house to league majors tournament. So 12 year olds that there was nine umpires and it was just, it was I think it was my second year umpiring and I was probably one I was the youngest umpire in the room and it was just the older umpires had the faith in me to just go out and do the entire game by myself that was probably started off and then then moving on like you know I'd, my first regional championship I did in down in Lethbridge in 2012 really stuck out it was simply it was oh wow they people actually had the faith in me to do such a high level ball Mm-hmm. And over years, uh, doing not just Little League, but going into baseball, Alberta, umpiring midget, uh, midget AAA or 18U now, sorry, uh, AAA ball, and just the umpires who put me in that position and allowed me to go into that have really been great. So now you head into the World Series, and I'm curious, what are you looking forward to the most? Um, probably the whole atmosphere. Uh, I was, I was able to, with my dad going, I was able to see a lot from a spectator standpoint. So I, I got, I was able to see 
a little bit behind the scenes, but not a part of it. So I know what his crew had, there was a lot of camaraderie behind the scenes with the, each crew that they had. Mm-hmm. And just being a part of that is always fun in tournaments. And it's always, and in Taylor, there's going to be four of us who are international guys. And it would be great to just meet, meet all the umpires from all over. Uh, there's uh, 14 of us. So there's 10, all the 10 guys from the U S and four, the four of us who are international. So just meeting everybody and seeing what it's like for them, their, their roots coming up and, and getting to Taylor will be really interesting to see. One of the things that I've heard from different umps who have gone down south for some of these bigger tournaments in the World Series of the World or the World Series is, is that they almost get just as excited as the kids do. Do you get the sense that maybe you're going to be in that uh, in that mode as well? Uh, yeah, without a doubt. It's, I know it still hasn't really hit in that I'm going. It probably won't until I'm on a flight, on the flight out. Mm-hmm. I like I but. Yeah, I just, it's an exciting time for sure. And I, my guess is I'll get on the field and just be ready to go. But at the same time, I still got to be focused and, and make sure everything, the game goes smoothly. Is that going to be a bit of a challenge maybe? Is is trying to batten down your own hatches, so to speak, make sure that you are staying on top of the game while also not getting caught up in the moment of, holy, look at the stage that we're on right now. Uh, without a doubt, like, there's going to be some aspect of that, but um, with some of the tournaments I've done, there's it's really helped me uh, get into that kind of serious mindset in the big tournaments and big games. So, yes, I'm going. It'll, it'll be there'll be that. There'll always be that little voice in the back of the head. Oh, look at look at what's where you are at now. But at the same time, it should. I I feel like I'll be. I've been prepared for this. I've had a lot of guys help me out to get to where I'm at. And they've given me a lot of hints to what to expect when they're umpiring a Little League World Series game. So I think that will help me out a lot. When you look ahead, are you hoping to learn anything from the experience? Are you hoping to take anything in particular away or any uh, experience that you're really hoping to uh, fully digest during the course of, of the week down south? I guess just experiencing the the culture, the baseball culture that's always prevalent in big tournaments, um, especially when it, you got international teams involved. Um, taking away the experience of that and learning from, I'll, without a doubt, I'll be looking at other guys who work there and trying to learn to get better. There's there's always there's always something to do to get better. Mm-hmm. So what? whether it's something small or something big from any of the other guys I'll be working with, or even just what happens in a game and see how that I can incorporate that into my skill sets later for going forward. Well, if I maybe if I'm able to pull any of that out, it'll be a successful tournament in my mind. Beyond the middle of August, what do you have in your hopes and dreams? Do you hope to one day maybe make it to the majors of being an umpire? Or is what's sort of the, the next steps for you in, in your progression? No, I've... At one point, yeah, I, I kind of thought that going the pro route would be an option. Looking at that now, it's... It's pretty... It's going to, It's very hard for somebody in their late 20s to get into the MLB just 
I'd have to go to pro school and go through that long route. Mm -hmm. And that's sure it's possible, but at the same time, it's, it's a very hard strenuous route that is very, well, I guess I'd say lucky if you, if you get in Mm -hmm. from what I've heard, some guys are, they make the right call in the right situation and then they get noticed. If, if that doesn't happen, I've heard of lots of guys washing out of the program going up through the majors. So mm-hmm. going forward from after Taylor, just constantly improve myself. I probably look at going to like probably getting a baseball Canada national championship. Um, maybe down the road, get selected for another world series. Uh, that, that won't be for several years, I know. So really just constantly improvement and see where it takes me. For those youngsters who are looking at the sport outside of being an athlete, such as being an umpire, what words of advice would you have for them? Always ask questions. Um, if, you, if, you, if you don't know, ask. There are several, there are several times throughout when I was coming up that... I had no idea and I was, I was scared to ask the question. Luckily I had, uh, some umpires that really saw, saw potential in me and they would give me advice. But for the ones that don't really showcase their interest, if they ask the question, they'll let people know, yes, they're interested in, in becoming an umpire and small questions can go a long way in showcasing your interest into it and make having a, them make huge improvements in their skills as an umpire. One more question for you, and it has to do with the meaning of being able to represent your country on an international stage like this. What does it mean to you? Uh, it's very humbling, I'd say. Um, there's, yeah, there's been, there's only one umpire who goes to each World Series from Canada every year, and that's a small list. There's, hundreds and hundreds of good umpires who ha- easily have the skill sets to be there in Canada. If not thousands, well, there's probably well into the thousands. Um, being able to say that I'm part of the group that is able to represent Canada is, it's humbling to say the least, because it means people are putting me up, up in that top tier group when most of the time I'll, I'll feel like, nope, there's always room to improve. So yeah, it'll be, it's humbling and exciting for sure to represent Canada in that sense. Kevin, congratulations on that honor and all the best as you head towards the Junior League World Series. Thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Big thanks to both Jeff and Kevin for joining us in the podcast and congratulations again to all three Albertans getting the call for Little League events this year. Also a big thank you to each and every one of you who happened to take time to contribute to the sport, whether it's being a coach, a volunteer, a concession worker, a mascot, or a billet. The programs around this province don't happen without wonderful people like you, so in case you don't hear it enough, thank you. That'll do it for this edition of the podcast. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back again next week.